Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Clydesdale Media Music Show, uh, where we count down the top fives of different things. If you weren't with us on episode one, uh, Phil, Mansfield, Phil Mansfield and I did the top five albums of all time. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. But right now, I'm going to catch up with my friend Justin Kotler. What, what are you drinking tonight? I just made myself an iced Americano. At, it's only four o'clock here. It's in Vegas, so it's not it's not seven where you are. So I'm I'm you know four o'clock is about as late as I'll have coffee, because um, I'll be up another seven to eight hours. So, and I, I have some work to do later. Um, so uh, little little afternoon pick me up. Yeah, I'm still drinking my iced coffee from this afternoon. There you um, go. But uh, yeah, I love that in the afternoon, especially uh, I'm a big fan of the Paper Street. Um, he doesn't mm. sponsor us or anything like that, but uh, man, I really dig it. I love Paper Street, and uh, he actually is going to be one of our partners for our athlete camp coming up um, in uh, end of January. So, uh, So all about plugging Paper Street. I am. So Ashley told me that, that your camp was then. So I am trying to figure out a way, trying to figure out a way to get to Vegas. Oh, that'd be amazing. Well, we would love to have you. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. I'm, I'm super stoked about it. Um, a lot of phenomenal coaches and, and athletes. And, uh, I just think it's, it's going to be super cool and very valuable, obviously for, for everyone that comes. So, We'd love to have you here. Yeah, I haven't, you know, we haven't seen each other since the games. And um, one of my... so long ago. (laughs) I know. It's crazy how far long ago the game seems, and it's not that long. You signed one of my favorite athletes in the world, Elena Buds. Oh, yes. Yes. Quickly turning into one of mine as well. Yeah. Yeah, I adore her. She's fantastic. You also now have like a whole Australian contingent? Aussie and and New Zealand. Yeah, the Aussies and the Kiwis um, are are strong. We've got an unbelievable um, roster of of Aussies and Kiwis. So, um, you know, and of course, CrossFit couldn't throw me a bone. They had to put the North American West semi and the Oceania semi on the same weekend. So, you know, <laughs> it's like, I was, I was praying. I was like, please let one be week one and one be week three or at, at worst be, you know, separate weeks and no, no chance. So, yeah, is what well, it is. We, we could talk about this all day because yes. the semifinals structure this year, I don't know how that's going to work. No, um, I, know. I, so, know <laughs> I don't know either. That's a we'll, different we'll, show. We'll, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a totally different show. Yeah. But what, what we're talking about tonight is music. I love it. And I want our listeners to know that you are very qualified in this area. <laughs> and one of the reasons that I wanted to bring you on early was, first of all, when we had you and Bethany on way back in the day, mm-hmm. one of the questions was, what's your go-to karaoke song? Mm. And you answered anything Prince. Yeah. 
And, that would make sense. And thus, thus, the top five for uh, Prince songs tonight. Cool. But for those of people who don't know, you have a stage name. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to play this at risk that the, your record company will not pull this down. No, I think you'll be fine. That's just a long time ago. I don't. <laughs> I don't think they're uh, they're going to worry about that. So under the stage name of Justin Matthew, here's a taste of what Just, Justin Kotler's previous occupation was. Yeah. Oh, it broke up. Uh-oh. It won't it's come through? Now. No. I don't know why. Yeah. It was all like, it started and then all of a sudden it, it wasn't coming through or maybe hold it a little bit away from the mic. I don't know. Is it playing in your, in your place? Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, well, that they can is go crazy. On Spotify. They could go on Spotify and look up Justin Matthew and J U S T Y N M A T T H E W. But yeah, my previous life, I was a recording artist and, and, you know, traveled the world, had a record deal and, did a lot of stuff, a lot of singing and a lot of singing, you know, in, in falsetto, similarly to Prince um, and, and covered a lot of Prince songs and sang a lot of Prince songs uh, over the years uh, in, at a, you know, with event bands and at big <laughs> events and things. Um, so yeah, obviously one of my favorite artists of all time, one of the most prolific artists of all time and influential artists of all time. Um, and, and obviously someone who, uh, was gone way too soon. Um, uh, but, but very appropriate for us to, to be discussing Prince this evening. And this is the first of a two part series with you because you really wanted to do Stevie wonder, which I am all for, Yeah, but we Stevie's will have my you back of all time. We will have you I'm back excited. for Stevie. That, that's uh, going to that be, be a so fun hard. Show. I, 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 <laughs> Trying to trying what well, well, it just so happens that like you know I laughed when it was like Prince and Stevie Wonder who probably like the two of them together you're, you're talking about they may have they may have written the most songs in the history of music <laughs> yeah because I think Stevie writes every day oh my god I mean and Prince, Prince has more songs Prince... that he's forgotten than than most people have have written in their lifetimes you know. Um, when you think of the catalog of those two, uh, of those two, I mean, but anyway, yeah, um, I, Prince was very challenging to, to, um, narrow down, uh, Stevie will be damn near impossible. Um, but, uh, I have a, I have a, I kind of cheated a little bit cause I have an honorable mention list of, of I, I do as well, but, but the way I want to do it is I want to do our yeah. top five in yeah. case my honorable mention ends up on your list. Okay. Fair enough. And then when we're done, we'll go back and hit the automobile mentions. And I have four of them. And then what I'm going to do for the audience, just so they know. I have eight eight honorable mentions. mentions. (laughs) Wow. You're as bad as Phil Mansfield. Yeah, I have eight of them. So Mm. I think he had eight honorable mentions for albums. So what what we're going to do is once this is done, I'm going to make a Spotify playlist, make it public. And people can go grab the playlist of the songs we pick so they can, if they, if they've never heard that song, they can check it out. I love it. Sounds great. Awesome. So I will turn it over to you. Number five, we'll go five to one Mm -hmm. and then honorable mentions. 
So I'm going to open it up to you. Number five. Number five on my list of top five Prince songs of all time <laughs> is I Want to Be Your Lover, which is near and dear to my heart because it's one of the songs that uh, I – I, I can't even count how many times I sang this song, but it was one of the songs that I covered with the first band that I was in, a band called Gravy, which was in Philadelphia when I just got out of college. It was an unbelievable funk R&B band, and we were the house band at a, uh, at a, at a club slash bar called Martini's Lounge, um, which people will remember if they were in Philly back in the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, but I want to be your lover was one of the one of the cover tunes that we did. Um, it was uh, Prince's first big hit, 1979, uh, and it, people will remember. Um, well, maybe they won't remember, but but there's great footage of of Prince lip syncing the song on American Bandstand and then doing one of the most awkward interviews ever um, on American Bandstand with Dick Clark. Um, so that that was interesting, but uh, but Prince's big, you know, biggest or, or one of his biggest hits, but his first big hit ever. I believe he was twenty nineteen around the time that he did, or I think he said he was nineteen, but he was actually twenty one. Um, and it was obviously a, a phenomenal introduction to um, Prince's just angelic and powerful falsetto. He sings the whole song in falsetto. Um, so number five on my list is I want to be your lover. So I will tell you that Phil and I did not match a single album. You and I are going to match already. <laughs> Love it. So my number five is a little bit later Prince. Okay. Kind of when I, kind of when I was getting into college and that would have been like the early late eighties, early nineties. And that would be Thieves in the Temple. Oh, uh, yeah. Great song. I like Love Thieves Comes in Quick. Temple. Yeah. Love Comes in a Hurry. <laughs> There's Thieves in the Temple tonight. Yeah. There you go. Cool. So, yeah, that's a, that's a, I love the ryth, the rhythmic nature of that song. Um, and it just kind of grooves. And yeah, that's number five for me. Beautiful. I don't have the history of that song like you do. That's all right. I, I have a, I have a little <laughs> history behind all the songs, so that'll be fun for us to to talk about. I have some history, but not on that one. I just like the two. Yeah, it's great. So song. number four. Number four. Little Red Corvette. Nineteen eighty-three. It was Prince's first release that broke the top 10 on the u.s billboard charts peaking at number six extremely provocative obviously for for people who know the song um and uh one of my personal favorite prince songs um the uh the vocal chops i mean the bridge is probably the coolest bridge in the history of music um and and just uh you know what I loved about it was just, you know, it, 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 the musicality, but also lyrically the story he tells and how nasty it is. But the fact that he could make it a pop song, you know, by the metaphors behind it, 
Um, you know, so uh, you're, 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 I think you're muted. Bruce, Bruce will win the bet. He always bets that I'm going to mute myself at some point during every show. <laughs> um, I thought he was just talking about a car. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not really. Went, Prince no, never really. is just singing about a car. No, no. Um, so anyway, my number four is, uh, is a little red Corvette. Well, that's funny. Um, that was one of my honorable mentions mm. and that is one of my go-to karaoke songs. Oh, there you go. I love it. Yeah. So my number four is, um, a song he did with the great Sheila E doing percussions. And I love that era. Uh, Sheila was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever she was there, she added that background sound to it vocally and percussion. And that is, you got the look. You got the look. You, what's hilarious is when I was a kid, uh, <laughs> at, at, at my bar mitzvah, uh, the, they did a, a video going in like a, like a video behind the scenes video. And it was to the song, you got the look. So there you go. Yeah, I remember yeah. it well. Very cool. Number four. Number three. Number three for me um, is Kiss. Kiss is number three for me. 1986 uh, reached number one on the on the U.S. Billboard charts. Number 85 on Rolling Stone's list of greatest songs of all time. Uh, so one of the top hundred songs of all time and, uh, one of his most iconic songs, obviously one of the coolest videos ever done for those who were in the early MTV video years. Uh, and obviously, um, one of, one of his most recognizable and, uh, and most impressive vocal songs. Um, you know, very few people can pull off print, uh, kiss by Prince, um, so kiss kiss it's funny number, i was i was actually gonna list. guess that that was your number one no coming in i would i would have gone number one for you on that um mm. it also is the song with the worst cover version in the history of music and that is tom jones tom jones yes it's not great doing that <laughs> should not have should have no. not been allowed to do that no definitely not well my number three is i want to be your lover okay there you go Love it. So your number five is my number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, his first album coming out of the mm-hmm. gates and the first song on that album was I want to be your lover. And you can't come out of the gates much stronger than that. Oh. And you, you have given the history of that song. So we'll just leave it at that and move on to number two. Number two, this was really hard for me uh, because this is actually my favorite Prince song. Uh, but I didn't put it at number one. I put it at number two. And that is Purple Ring. Um, 1984, it was released. Obviously, his most iconic album and movie um, really shot him into superstardom. Um, that that album. Um, 
Purple Rain is number 18 on Rolling Stone's list of greatest songs of all time. So, number 18, pretty strong. Uh, it was originally written as a country song for Stevie Nicks. And she turned it down because she was too intimidated by the song. She called Prince on the phone and told him, this is too much for me. I can't do this. I love it, but I can't do it. And he looked for a few other artists to try to sing it. And, and nobody wanted to do it because of how difficult and how iconic it was. And so ultimately he ended up doing it. Um, it's his most iconic live song. Um, and it is also, in my opinion, one of his most iconic live performances, which is at the Super Bowl in 2007 when it started raining. And he was singing Purple Rain. Um, it was. Why are you going to rub salt in the wound, Justin? You don't get better than that, man. It's as, that's as good as it gets. Um, and uh, so, so Purple Rain, um, one of one of my favorite Prince songs, if not my favorite, it is number two on my list. So that Super Bowl is where the Bears lost to the Colts. Sorry, bro. So, so that is salt in the wound, but that was an iconic halftime performance. Unbelievable. For sure. Oh. Um, <laughs> what's funny is the Purple Rain album made my list of top five albums of all time, but none of the songs made my top five list. Wow. Okay. There you go. So, so what is number two? And what, what, what I, and I, one more thing about Purple Rain is what I love about it is, and I and I read this in a book where he recorded that whole album in a warehouse so that it sounded like real concert in like a real concert in the movie. There mm. was natural echo to the warehouse, things like that to give it that feel of playing in that club in the movie, which I thought was super cool. Super cool. My number two, and this goes to I was dating my wife at the time. Okay. So it is a very special song between her and I, mm. and it is the song, the most beautiful girl in the world. Oh yes, of course. There you go. And talk about okay. doing a whole song in falsetto. Mm. That, that is another one. Yeah. Well, he has a lot. He has, he has a few of those. Um, cool. I like it. Oh my gosh, we're already up to number one. <clears throat> number one. Number one uh, on my on my list uh, is is Prince's biggest hit and highest selling song of all time, "When the Doves Cry." Nineteen eighty four, off of the uh, off the album "Purple Rain," it was his longest charted number one song on the U.S. Billboard charts, number 37 on Rolling Stone's greatest songs of all time. Uh, all vocals, all instruments played by Prince, which is very common for him on most of his, of his songs and albums. Uh, and what people forget is in, in 1984, when that song came out, um, was how iconic 
like there were very few albums who were doing what he was doing musically. And most of the reviews at that time um, all agreed that this song solidified him as one of the most provocative and sophisticated artists in the business. Um, and, uh, and if you go back and listen to that song with the, the, the guitar solos, the, uh, vocal riffs, uh, the, the harmonies, um, everything about that song, it, it epitomizes how brilliant he was as an artist, but also that he could be that brilliant and also create a pop song, um, that was that, you know, that, that, that was that impressive musically. Um, so number one on my list, uh, when the dubs cry. So number one on my list is what I feel is one of the most fun songs to sing. Um, and it is, it was on the follow-up album to purple rain that didn't get a lot of love, but this song was amazing. And my number one song is Raspberry Beret. That's one of my honorable mentions. That's one of my favorite Prince songs as well. Um, and a song that I love, covered a ton. <clears throat> I love the story. Great. You can, you can follow the story from start to end and it's just really cool and lyrically fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Great, great song. I agree. So that, yeah. So that brings me to honorable mention songs. Raspberry Beret is on my list of honorable mentions. Um, one of the songs, again, one of my favorite Prince songs, and it's actually a song that he wrote for someone else who she made it more popular than he did. Um, and that was Nothing Compares to You by Prince, performed by Sinead O'Connor. Um, but if you hear the live version of Prince, it's one of the coolest songs you'll ever hear in your life. Um, so Nothing Compares to You. Um, one of the songs that was one of his most iconic that we didn't talk about was 1999. And also just a phenomenal, phenomenal album. Uh, but 1999 really was, if you think about how cool that song was and how all of us, especially who lived through that time, like, you know, party like it's 1999. I mean, what a concept, right? Because we didn't yeah. know if that was going to be the end of the world. <laughs> People don't realize that now, but uh, there were a lot of us that were like, holy shit, like what's going to happen when, you know, the clock strikes 12 and it's the year 2000 is everything done. Like, what are we going to do? You know, is everything going back to zero with computers and credit cards and debt and this whole thing? Nobody knew what the hell was going to happen. Um, so, so that idea of, of partying like it's the end of the world, like it's 1999, was, was obviously um, pretty brilliant and iconic. Um, it was. One of my favorite Prince songs, uh, and, and definitely one of his... Um, I'd say most provocative, uh, Darlin' Nikki, which is one of my favorite Prince songs of all time. Uh, and, and, and one of, uh, you know, 
I just think one of the coolest, you know, it's super, super dirty and funky and awesome. Um, so Darla Nikki. Yeah. Um, I was 14 when that came out. Yeah. And I think that song alone turned me into a man. Mm. Yes. It's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, sexy motherfucker, which, uh, you know, shaking that you ass. You don't get much funkier than that. Um, Let's Go Crazy, which was, you know, I mean, all these songs are so good and any of them could be on a top five list. Um, but uh, Let's Go Crazy. And then my final honorable mention, uh, Sign of the Times, which uh, which again was was another, you know, great song. And then there's more, obviously, that I that I yeah. love, you know, more print songs that I love. But but those were those were the ones that were all on my list that I had to kind of you know, weed out as to why I would pick, you know, the songs I did on the, on the top five list. And, and um, yeah, so there you go. There's, there's our list of Prince songs. So I had a couple different ones. I had let's go crazy and little red Corvette on my honorable mentions, mm-hmm. but I also had the song seven. Mm-hmm. Seven's great. Uh, love that song. Diamonds and pearls. Mm-hmm. Great song. And then an obscure one that I love is a song called Peach. Mm, I know Peach. And it is all about a stripper. Yes. <laughs> uh, it is, but it is so funky and so good. Um, and then I have a Prince moment that I would be remiss to not bring up because every chance I get to like watch it, he is not acclaimed as the guitar player he should be as one of the top five guitars of all time and there is a, a video on youtube it was the end of the rock and roll hall of fame induction it's the greatest the greatest guitar solo in the history of music i'll argue that at any time he comes out on stage and literally just destroys everyone on there like it doesn't even make sense it's so he's ridiculous. out there with beatles and stones and springsteen and it's while my guitar gently weeps yes. and they let him do the solo that in the recording is done by Eric Clapton. Yes. But Prince takes it to a new level and he literally turns his back to the, this crowd and falls while playing the guitar and they catch him. Yes. It's the they coolest guitar solo on... in the history of, of live, of live performance. I agree. It's, that's epic. Uh, it's one of my favorite solos. Um, but he was just, there was, it was one of a kind, you, you know, there, there's, there are very few people, you know, he was a musical genius, obviously he could play anything. He could sing anything. He could dance anything. You know, he just, he had everything, you know, when we, when we talk about, you know, pop stars, there are, there are very few that you can say rival him. You think about the pop stars today, it's just such a joke compared to, you know, what, what he did and, and, and how talented he was. And um, when you watch old videos of, of him on stage, I mean, the guy could do anything. He's doing splits with the guitar and he's doing, you know, and again, then he goes back there, plays drums, he's playing bass. I mean, you know, you talk to all the musicians he used to play in his band and they were just grateful that, he would let them play the instrument because they knew he was better at it than they were, but you know, he just couldn't play them all at the same time. (laughs) You know, you mentioned the splits when I was a kid, we didn't have cable. 
I had one channel that was not MTV. That yeah. was nothing that played music videos. I remember going to my aunt's house and they had MTV and I was in the living room and little red Corvette came on and Prince did that strut across the stage into a split yep. popped up. And I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. 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 He was a, he was a freak, man. He was just so good. Like it's, it's so fun to go back and watch, you know, some of the old videos. He's what it's one of the, um, you know, I never got to see him live and in person, you know, I've gotten to see Stevie in person and, you know, I've gotten to see some of my idols over the years in person. Um, but, but I never got to see Prince and Prince was definitely somebody who, you know, I, I regret not ever making it to a Prince concert. Um, is I performed so many of his songs over the years and, you know, obviously, you know, you, I think as you get older too, you respect, more and more uh his musicality and and um you know his brilliance he he just was he was one of a kind truly yeah i never got to see him in concert either my wife and i did get tickets and he canceled the show uh, about a month out never got to see him and it was actually a club show so it would have been in like a 2000 oh, that's awesome. seat bar yeah um and but we never got that opportunity Definitely, I wish I would have at some point in my life, but that is over now. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but yeah, still a great, one of my favorites of all time. Like I said, Pur Purple Rain made my top five album list, and it was fun to do this one with you. Uh, we'll have you back for Stevie Wonder. What I'm going to do, too, is I will have a link to your EP in the comments oh, or in the, the description below. Cool. And for those people who don't know, next week we're having your better half on. Yes. She's already stressing. She's like, how am I going to pick five Broadway songs, <laughs> show songs? There's so many. I was like, hey, listen, I had to choose five Prince songs and I'm going to have to choose five Stevie songs. And there's probably almost as many of those as show tunes, honestly, over the years. So, yeah. So I was, I was researching with my mom over christmas on the yeah. show tune one because i needed to like beef up that not i've gone to a lot of shows but i just they're not in the forefront of my mind yeah and it's going to be impossible to pick five. Oh, I, I i know already she's been trying to pick my brain too and i'm like ash it's just so hard i mean it's like I'm, i keep coming up with a different one like every time you say something i'm like oh yeah what about that one? Oh, what about this oh what about that so yeah you're probably gonna have 20 honorable mentions and then, a, and then a top five, I would assume. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I will be seeing you at Wadapalooza if you're, I was going to say if you don't pull your hair out, but I think that's already happened. Yeah. I, I, it's going to be, uh, you'll be, I'll be running around like a chicken with my head cut off, but, but yes, you will see me. We have a booth there this year also. Um, so come and hang out at the booth as much as you like. And, um, you know, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. it should be a lot of fun. We're going to have a uh, ton of athletes competing. We have a ton of coaches down there. Um, depending on when you're getting there, if you're there a little bit early, we're doing a takeover with LSKD uh, at uh, CrossFit Yellow Falcon on a, on Wednesday, um, Wednesday evening. So if you're, if you're getting there before then, I'll give you the info, but uh, regardless, we'll, we'll definitely hang when we're down there. 
So I get there Wednesday. I don't know the day, the time okay. exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Kat's coming in Wednesday too. Yeah, cool. So it's going to be the two of us. She, she has never been to Wadapalooza before. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, really. Tell her to get ready. Yeah. I told her it is the most fun you'll like ever it. have. Nothing like um, and we have, we have three shows that we're going to go live on the podcast stage. Cool. Uh, we have booked someone very near and dear to you already for that stage. Okay. The legend, Carrie Pierce. Oh, well, yes. A hundred percent. Legendary without question. Yeah. Cool. Got to talk to her about going back out on the competition floor. Yeah. She's got a lot of exciting news. She's got engaged. So she did. You know, she's competing down with Alex and, and Ariel Owen and, um yeah she's got a she got a ton of exciting yeah. things she yeah. said she may be bringing the whole team or it may just be her we don't we don't know yet but either way i'm super stoked she was my number one wish uh, to have down there and yeah. uh we got her so i'm super stoked with for that that's awesome yeah she's she's the best i love her and and for if you're go, i know bruce is going it's friday at 5 p.m on the podcast stage and it will be in between the Intercontinental and Bayfront, where the with the Bayfront floor. So right Beautiful. in between there is on the water is the podcast cool. stage. Oh, that's awesome! Super yeah. cool. All right, well, I have to, I'll try to make it out. It's yeah, I, I'm. I already know what my four days are going to be like. <laughs> it's going to be insane, but looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, last, for people to know, I met I saw you last year, I think on Saturday, and you were trying you had athletes in every division, every floor, and you were running from place to place. You looked about as you looked more haggard at Wadapalooza than I've seen you at semifinals. Oh yeah. I that that was nuts. I, it's gonna be better this year. I have more help. Um, so that's really cool. But I also have more athletes competing um so that's going to be a challenge and uh you know but it is what it is that's a good thing so we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with it i'm excited i think everyone's really looking forward to it you know and i think that the format this year is cool the way they've got the individuals on the first two days and then the teams and you've obviously seen the teams that are competing my goodness you know i mean it's just a, it's just it's just a freaking unbelievable lineup of, of teams, you know, it's dream teams here and there and everywhere. So, so it'll be very exciting. I, I cannot wait. The, yeah. I, when they first announced that I thought it was a bad move, I am wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. Completely wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought, you know, when they told us, cause I, I was part of the programming collective. So I had a, they, you know, they told us that a little while ago and, I had a feeling that this would happen. I had a feeling that, that it was the right move because I just thought, wow, now you're going to get all these athletes who normally do one or the other, uh, that, that a lot of them are going to do both. But, and, and then they're going to be able to compete in the teams and it's going to be sick. You're going to see all these teams that you never get a chance to see with all these athletes together. And it's just going to be so fun to watch. Well, and the fact they're featuring the teams, like the weekend yeah. is the teams, Absolutely. not the individual. Right. So you're getting the Mac Daddies and the Daddy Max. Correct. 
Yeah. Super, yeah. super exciting. Should be a lot of fun for all of us. And I, I cannot wait to see Carrie, Carrie back on the floor. I think that is probably my number one thing I'm looking forward to the most. I'll tell you what, man, she's so fit. <laughs> she hasn't missed, she hasn't missed a beat. I mean, you know, she only trains four days a week right now. Um, but when she's in the gym, she's generally waxing people like she normally does. You know, it's very, I mean, she's, she's unbelievable. You know, she, she could step out right now and go compete in the individual division and, and finish in the top five. I, I don't have any, I don't have any doubt about it. So, you know, I, I was lucky. I got a chance to, to uh, coach her Ariel and Alex. Ariel came into town. Uh, for a couple of days, um, it was cool. If you had a chance to, uh, the the buttery bros did an episode on it. It was really fun, um, but but we we had a, a great time, and um, you know, but it was very cool how Ariel and Alex were just like, okay, Carrie's the leader, like rightly so. She's still unbelievably fit. Yes, it was it was pretty funny. We, we had her and Mitch on gosh, a few months ago. Yeah. That, that competitive fire and attitude is still there. Yes. Very much so. (laughs) But you had the winning line from the, the buttery bros episode when you told them that maybe next time we start with the men's weights. Yeah. (laughs) I know that that was funny. That was, that was great. I had a great time. They, They were really good sports and, um, we had a lot of fun doing it. So yeah, it was, it was cool. It was fun to have him in and Ariel such a beast and, you know, it was, it was fun. To, uh, it, was, it was fun to see them, you know, have a little time to work together as a team and, and focus on, you know, do some worm work and, and some synchro work and stuff. And I think they'll do really well. I mean, obviously they have to be one of the favorites and, you know, but, but you look at the teams and I mean, there's, there's, you know, five to 10 teams that you're like, holy shit, like these teams are stacked. So, um, yeah. you know, it's going to yeah, be, it's going to be, be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Well, Justin, thank you so much for jumping on. This has been awesome. If you like what you heard, really, this show is just for me. I like hanging out with my friends talking about music. Um, it just blows me away that you guys even want to listen to this, but thank you so much for doing so and subscribe to the channel, hit that notifier. So you're first to know when new episodes come out and we will see you next time.